Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second, and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Hello, Maximum Octane. Welcome back. This is, I don't know how many now interviews from Fajardo, which I keep saying wrong. I'm supposed to, anybody know how to roll your tongue? Fajardo. Fajardo? I can't roll my R's either, apparently. Okay. I was told this morning I need to roll my R in there, and I... I was practicing and it wasn't working, it but work still here. Love it. Wonderful. So I have the crew here. Well, not all of the crew, but the um, people that make things the go. Team. The leadership team from A&R Complete Auto Care in Clarksville, Tennessee. So how close is that to Nashville? 30 to 45 minutes. 30 to 45 minutes. Okay. So we have Andrew White and Rachel White and we have Will Oglis. Ogles. Ogles. Sorry. And I even wrote it down. Please accept my apologies. Yes, but that shouldn't happen. Especially <laughs> since I only asked you two seconds ago and made sure I said it right. Instead, it's just like it's spelled. So please forgive me. So there's that. So interesting thing is there's the Andrew has a passion for barbecue. So I normally don't start out the interviews talking about those things, but Let's hear about barbecue. What's going on barbecue? Because you're like world famous amongst the family here of, you know, anybody <laughs> mentions like add a good piece of brisket or stay whatever. Everybody's like, you have to talk to Andrew and yeah. hey, so. Yeah. So we've, um, we've done competition barbecue, kind of toyed around with it for a couple of years, um, cooked with some other teams. And this year we're, we're going all in. Rachel and I are, have started our own team. So. The shop is A and R Complete Auto Care, and the barbecue team is A and R Q. So, oh, I love yeah. it. So, yeah, we're we're gonna dive in with both feet, and we've definitely won some awards with some other teams, and looking to looking to carry that success on to what we can do as a as a family, and yeah. And people don't realize how serious the barbecue circuit is. Like oh, yeah. it, it it is so serious. I yeah. had to be a long time ago, celebrity judge on a chili thing, which I know is different than barbecue, but I thought, yeah, okay, I can judge chili. I like to eat, right? Yeah. So I I didn't have any idea how serious. And I wandered over to somebody's thing, talking, wasn't paying attention. And it was like secret service mm -hmm. came and grabbed me by my elbows and said, I could not look at anybody else's chili because I was a judge. And I was like, are you kidding me? They made me remove my glasses when I was judging. I like, it is yeah. serious. And the amount of time you all put into your the food craft, it's it's not a joke. 
Yeah, we normally show up. We show up on Thursday for a for a Saturday contest. It takes it takes that much time to get prepped and set up. And it's kind of like racing. Uh, you know, a lot of I'm sure a lot of ATI members understand the, the hobby of racing. It's it's not a cheap hobby, and it's it gets serious. Oh, they're so, yeah, they're serious. Yeah. It's very cutthroat. Yeah. Like it's shockingly cutthroat. It, you, so I'll. We'll say this, and the the barbecue family is it's like the ATI family. There's um, anybody there will do anything for you. It's not it's serious, but it's not cutthroat. So anybody there will help you. You should go to any contest if you need anything. You'll find somebody that has what you need. It's it's a great great family. So that's that's one thing that really drew us to it is you know we just love being around like minded people that are friendly and. Well, then help. it's not like the chili people because oh, well, they're crazy. Yeah. They are seriously well, I, crazy. I haven't, I haven't ventured into that world. <laughs> it's very, like you were saying, very family from Thursday until about noon on Saturday. Then there's about an hour and a half span on Saturday where it does become, you know, you're fending for yourself. And that's turn-in time when you're, you have time slots where you have to turn in all your different meats. Mm-hmm. And that time is very serious. Yeah, so there's there's... Yeah, there's a lot of rules. There's actually multiple sanctioning organizations. So depending on if you're Kansas City or Memphis or Georgia or even Florida has their own um, and they all have different rules. They all do things differently. So you got to keep up with what you're doing wherever you go. And Yeah, it's a lot. And we're going to swing over to Will in a sec because I know the both of you say you're able to do this because yeah, of Will. But absolutely. Everything is amazes me how much things and whether it's barbecuing or sewing or anything anybody does really has like so many business lessons in mm-hmm. it and things that you could take back to your business and things from your business you can take into your craft and hobby. What are the some of the things that you've learned from barbecuing that you brought back to the business or vice versa? Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. Well, that. you just were saying about you gotta follow the rules of different states. So I'm like in my head like OSHA, like you have to stay up on everything that's going that's, on and that is true. And those yeah, those kind of things and yeah. the kind of meat and the whatever, like the same thing with parts. Like there's so many things that's just yeah. when you're speaking, I'm like, oh okay, that's we gotta do that in the shop. We gotta have a process, we gotta have whatever, you gotta get their prep, you gotta get Yeah, the, the processes and having SOPs, I think it goes both ways because there is a strict timeline mm-hmm. and recipes you have to follow and it has to be done the same way every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you find that winning recipe. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is very much following like following the process, especially you know, with multi stores and you have to have the processes aligned for yep. all so every you know, like the McDonald's hamburger is the same everywhere. It's just it's very similar. Yeah. We went to a class um, a couple months ago, and the guy teaching the class gave us his timeline. He had it down to every 30 seconds, starting at 4 a.m. He had every every 30 seconds, there was something in that time slot and what he had to do. Wow. But he wins. He wins everything. So, you know, I guess I'm learning you got you to gotta have a, a strict way of doing things, and it's got to be in writing. Productivity, yeah. uh, product. Wow, so yeah. many things that just parallels. I yeah. would never be able to win one of those contests because oh. nothing I ever make is exactly the same twice. I'm not. I'm not a good. Even if there's a recipe, it's like I maybe it's a little I don't know, yeah. level. I don't do whatever. That, but that'll get you. I've had people that have tasted your barbecue and they say it's like the most amazing thing. They heard <laughs> angels singing when they yeah. eat it. They're like that. 
Well, it's a it's a hard bar because it's set <clears> so high that when you go out to eat and you want some ribs or you want some brisket, it just doesn't compare. Mm-hmm. So is that one of the perks of working at A&R is that you get to have some of the barbecue? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's also the, uh, it's the catalyst to what brings us all together once a week. And, you know, that's, that's the one. So do you, you barbecue for the shop once a week? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. lucky people. We, we shut down, we eat together. Um, if there's anything that needs to be gone over, we go about it during that hour. Um, most of the time we, we eat, we make fun of each other, and we stare at our phones. And I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, it's, I always hold one-on-ones every Wednesday morning. And You're making my heart sing right and, now, and, you know, right? And, you know, I, I do he has a schedule. If I'm five minutes off, the employees are coming to me, saying, hey, we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, excellent. But if there's, a com- if there's something that's common going on, I can hit it with each individual and then if we need to, we can bring it up in a group center. So do you hold the barbecue over their head? Because I feel like since it's mm-hmm. so popular and so good that you'd be like, listen, if you don't get this done or build eight hours today, you're not getting ribs on Friday. <laughs> do you Have you thought about that approach? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I can't think about that. But. <laughs> See, I just gave you an idea. No ribs for you. You're off. Yeah, so. And barbecue has quite the interesting relationship in our business because it did kind of start as cooking for the team. We do it every Wednesday. We've done it for, I'd say, probably seven years now, six or seven. It's How many years have you owned the business? Uh, 2009, so 14. Um, okay. Yeah, 14 years. So half of the time that you've had the business, you started this barbecue mm-hmm. or feeding the, the crew. Yeah, it started as, as feeding the crew. And... Um, you know, we've, we've done that nonstop for, I think, about seven years. But then fast forward, we've developed our team. We've built our team. And then we brought this guy onto our team. And, uh, you know, so Will's our daily operator. And uh, so he allows us to go do competition barbecue. And that's so, yeah, the it's it's a two-way street. So that's going to be very interesting for you in the second-in-command role because you're really filling in for two people. At the shop, so how how do you handle that? Oh, it's it's a it's a control love or a love to control chaos at times. But to be honest with you, it's ownership. I've always taken from day one. They gave me an opportunity, and I wanted I wanted and will show up, bust my ass, do everything I possibly do um, the way it needs to be done, um, not the way that I want. Because uh, I can get lazy sometimes, as most humans can, but the way that I want them to be able to look at and be proud. And I, I fight for that, man. I will, I will fire the best damn technician that I've got if, um, if he's from the king of the chain. I love to hear that right now because so, especially today, because people say they can't find anybody, they can't find good employees, they can't whatever. And they're holding on to people that are really doing damage to their internal customers or external customers. And they keep holding on. So I just love that you said you'll, you'll take the best player off the team if they don't have the right. Um, And it's, it's not about, it is about productivity. 
but it's 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 about the if you take care of the people that are that are inside the building, they will gladly take care of all the people that are coming into the building. And it, it starts there. Um, and you know, just like on our website, it's we're in a people business that happening to fix cars. And it's that's where it's gotta start. Um, you know, it, it may hurt, it may hurt like crazy for a few months till you get that right person, but but that's the that's the that's what's needed at that time. Um, and you can't you can try to fix it, try to fix it, try to fix it. I always try to do it, and, that, and everybody knows that I'll do it three times. If it's on that third time, it, we're 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 going to part ways. We're now a customer. But when you set the expectation and they know that, and I think that's where other people get into trouble too. They let things build up and they don't have that expectation and they just, whatever. And then something happens and they snap and they're like, you're gone. And you have to know that he's my chances. I've been counseled. I got another chance. I've been counseled and there's not going to be any more. That's where the one-on-ones come in, the weekly one-on-ones. Everybody knows from week to week if they're meeting the expectations or not. So there's not an opportunity for things to build up, at least in our business. There's, there's just really not. If if it's building up, it's because they're just choosing not to say something. So yeah, and, and amen. Um, and you know, during the one on ones, um, everybody is has dubbed it therapy with Will. <laughs> they even put a couch in his office. Yes. They did. And you know, in there's, there's certain expectations that we do, but um, there's also, they're grown adults, and this is what you need to do. You know, if you can't do this, then I'm sorry, you're a grown adult, what's next? I'm not going to sit there and yell at you. I'm not going to raise my voice. I'm not going to, um, I'm going to tell you this is how it is, and this is the way it needs to be, and we're all going to come together to try to make it happen. If you need help, that's what we're, that's what we're here for, and um a lot of people ask. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't control that. Um, I can't control every single little thing that goes on, and I'm not going to try. Um, I did try. That's what great hair came from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't want any. So I, I can only control what I, what I can control. Um, with them being employees and being adults, you know, set the expectations early. Set them often. Yeah. And trust but verify, right? Yeah, absolutely. We have three guiding principles in our business, and this is something that Rachel and I developed a long time ago. And we tell all our team members that this is this is where you go to find your answer. It uh, so treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Treat all the customers the way you would want to be treated, as if you were the customer. Um, so that's number one. Number two is make the desired profit on every job unless number one is more important. And number three is make sure everybody on the team is taken care of to the level that they feel satisfactory. So if, if you need to make a decision, let's, let's look at those three principles. And I'm sure if you think on them, you'll find an answer. So that's kind of. I love that. So yeah. they run it through that to, to see. That's wonderful. Yeah. So for being in the position you're in, how challenging is it? Because I know there's a lot of second in commands out there that get frustrated because they have all these ideas and they want to do things just completely different. 
and the owners have a vision of what their business should be. How, how do you meld the two together? Now that's super easy. My vision is what they want. I am there to run their school. I'm there to take care of their This is mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll stand in front of any bullet that comes out 100%. They know what they've done for me. And it'll take the rest of my work and career. <laughs> That's very powerful. And um, don't make me cry. I got a whole like day and night of events to. What? Yeah. And, and we follow pretty strictly the, the rocket fuel method. Um, so I am, I'm the visionary, which as the book says, I'm allowed to have nine bad ideas for every one good one. <laughs> and so these two are the ones that, filter my ideas. Um, Will is, Will is my true integrator in, in the business. If you, you know, go through the actual organizational chart. So, and, and we do, you know, we sit down together as something we're, we're actually fixing to start. Um, if you go past rocket fuel traction, um, one of the things they talk about is the, the visionary integrator having the, the same page meeting, which is just, either just the two of us or just three of us. We haven't worked that out a hundred percent and it's got to be away from the rest of the leadership team and away from the rest of the staff. And that's where, that's where we talk everything out and okay, this is what we're going to put out to the team. So then when we do go out to the team, it's a, it's a unified force and we're, we're all on the same page. So we're, we're still in the process of kind of working some of this out. We're um, about to open our second store Congratulations. Thank you. And so you have it all picked out and all, you know, where we do, we have the, we have the location. Um, we're just, it's all in the paperwork with the bank right now. Um, how exciting. So we have already hired the the second store manager. Um, we're going to bring him into our first store and train him. We think we're probably roughly 90 days out. So, so we're still trying to figure out what, what the next level looks like for us as far as, um, you know, Will splitting his time between two stores and uh, and what that looks like for us, which I think it's still going to look like barbecuing for us. Yep. <laughs> so are you, you going to barbecue on a different day now, Wednesdays at one store yeah. and Tuesdays or something at another? Yeah. So we were talking about this in the pool the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our goal, our 10-year goal is to have four stores. Okay. So I think I can do it myself for two stores once we go past two. Um, I may just have to hire a chef to cook us lunches or something. I don't know. I'm going to figure that out because I don't know if I can do four stores in a week. Not every week. Be a lot. That'd be a lot. Rachel, how hard? I, I mean, the business is almost like your your baby, right? When you, you grow a business from the beginning and you watch all the stumbling go through the phases and the grow things. How hard has it been to relinquish a little bit of the stuff and say, okay, I know Will has this. Let me, let me, Wow, it's funny that you asked me that question because I have serious control issues. <laughs> but getting to know Will and seeing his his ability and knowing that his his vision and his morals and everything are completely aligned with ours, it's been pretty easy to just to, to let go piece by piece and just let him run with it and he kills it and I'm just super super thankful for him he, he knows <laughs> um, at first 
the thought of it um, gave me. It's terrifying it, for it anyone, I think. It's terrifying. Very, very anxious feelings and just that I would stay up at night. What if this happens? What if this happens? How do I fix this? But it's been so smooth. It's just, it, it really, it has. And it's a blessing and there's a couple things I still need to let go of and get in there. But yeah, it's, it's working out. Yeah. And how about for you? How did you relinquish some of the things? Oh, man. So Will's our first true second-in-command. We we tried, you know, with some managers over the years. And I think the reality is we had some not right people, but I also handled them wrong. And uh, it was hard for me. And so, I mean, I, I'll be com- completely open on this. It's even once we kind of put Will in charge, it was hard for me to move out. And as, as odd as it sounds, the hardest part was actually moving out of my office. So we, Rachel and I both moved our office home, but it, that was hard to give, give up being in the building every day. And Will here kind of, kind of just took over my office one day and, uh, I kind of lost my crap over it. And I, then I came back like 30 minutes later and said, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean Did you that. come back with a brisket? Uh, I'm so sorry. Well, that, that would have taken more than 30 minutes. Um, but no, I, it was, it was hard, but it took me from the day that Will moved into my office to getting my office set up at home, probably two weeks. And after that, I was like, all right, I, I can do this. Yeah, that was a rough two weeks of dealing with homeless Andrew. Yes, um, <laughs> I was homeless for a little while. But and actually, I moved out a lot easier and quicker yeah. than than you did. Mm-hmm. Um, my office at the shop is now the training room and the break room where they've got a hammock and a TV and a recliner and oh, how and fun! A training area too. But yeah, that was that was fun. One day to walk into the shop and, and Andrew's office was there, and then the next. It was not Andrew's office anymore. <laughs> I think he knew, okay, I have to do this now and quick, you know, to rip off the band-aid because Andrew was going to struggle somewhat being in hands and everything every day. So. Yeah. Well, but it's hard to take off that hat. And I think a lot of people don't realize that when you're, that's what you do for yeah. so long and you have this vision and it, you created something from nothing and then, it's like, how do I, I can't even let somebody decorate my yeah. Christmas tree. Like my kids, <laughs> when they were little, I gave them their own tree. I wasn't the mom yeah. that, and I'll do anything with my kids, but you're not putting your Cheerio ornaments or whatever <laughs> stuff in school. So I, I actually bought them their own trees yeah. to put in their room so they could decorate and do whatever they wanted because I, I have like very specific vision yeah. for my trees. And so, you know, I know, and with the business, it's, it's, yeah. Much harder, but well, and the reality of it was by by the time we got to that point, I was occupying an office, but I wasn't really doing anything anymore, anyways. So it was the right thing to do. It just it was hard, but uh, I mean, will can tell you, I, he was he was running it by that point. I was just there occupying an office. I mean, I was napping in my chair most days, but <laughs> you know, if we're being real about it, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> It's and, and it's funny because it's it's like they said um, I'm fixing to open another store and then I'm going to have to do the same thing that they did for me. Mm-hmm. That scares the hell out of me. 
me. Because, I mean, they have trusted me with their baby. So far, it's grown. And um, now I've got to, I'm going to be responsible for two babies. And number one, I'm I'm excited as I'll get out and try to tackle this thing. Um, get the right people in place. I mean, I think we've got one hell of a good start with the gentleman that we've hired for the second story. But the, the biggest thing is relinquishing control on, on the day to day. So you're going to be going through the same exact cycle now? Yes, ma'am. Bitch, you know, I'm, <laughs> she thinks she's bad about getting up. <laughs> but we do have a very solid score lead in place at AMR number one. Can handle, she's there now, killing it. So, yeah, yeah. down to Angie's, she's great. Just need to, she's, she's gonna do fine. I know what you're gonna be going through because I had to get there with you. You know, you just need to, you know, it would be fine with Angie. Yeah, there's gonna be growing pains, is what's happened to that. We've got one hell of a good team. Super, super blessed in that part. Uh, what we have right now and the, and the knowledge that's behind it. Just very, very thankful that they have given us the, the tools and an opportunity to do what we need to do to succeed. Yeah. And the further we succeed, the more they succeed. That's what I. And Rachel and I, when we're not barbecuing, we spend a lot of time visiting other shops and picking ideas off and. Uh, we did a shop visit back in November, December, November. Which one? I mean, we're, we're all over the country. We're <laughs> yeah. just popping in the stores. Yeah. That's okay. wonderful. And uh, so we went out to Colorado and visited yeah. a shop. We actually ended up spending two days there. And um, that was a, that was kind of a game changer for us. So it's, it's kind of the, the what if mentality. Well, what, what could happen? And so you go into other shops and you see, well, I've dreamed about that, and now I see it happening. Now I know that it can be done, and and now I'm going to go 100 miles an hour towards that. So, yeah, that's that's a a lot of how we spend our time now. So that's very exciting. Yeah. So. So, will what what do you have in place now that you think is going to make it not easy, but that you feel confident in opening the other store? Oh no, the, it's it's the people. I mean, the people are going to make it. You know, that's the that's where the confidence comes into play. The people that we currently have, and everybody knows that you know there might be a um, indication where hey, we've got to get you to this store to help to do this or to help with this, and everybody's on board with it. If they're not on board with it, well, I'm going to get the opportunity to let me know. So far, once everybody's been 100 on board with with coming over, doing what needs to be done for for the company. And it's not on the barbecue schedule of every 30 seconds, right? No, 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 I can't, I can't, no, not to, not to that degree. I'd like for it to be that, to that, but <laughs> you know, I can't control, right? I can only can control what I can. So do you all have the, the jitters, like when you were opening the first store jitters, do you feel the same way or is it different? It's different, similar, but different, Yeah. So the store we're, we're purchasing is an existing shop. It's been in business since 1983, 86. I think. Oh, wow. So it's been around for a while. It's a 
similarly sized store. So 14 bays at shop one, same at shop two. Um, so we got some big shoes to fill, but yeah, a little, little nerve wracking. I mean, it's, it's similar in the, okay, you know, we are, we're jumping in with both feet, you know, and the parachute will open, <laughs> you know, it's just, it, so those jitters are there, but I feel a sense of calm with this one too, because Star one, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we just started a business that's just, that's fixed cars. You know, we were, we were, I was doing oil changes. He was doing repairs. It was, that was that. But now we have a will mm-hmm. and we have the SOPs and you know, a great team, you know, at store one that, you know, like they were saying, will overflow some into the two and help with training and things. So I feel like we have our ducks lined up on this one. There's, they're still the, we're also not uh, quite as broke as we were back then. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that always uh, makes things a little easier, a little doesn't easier. it? But yeah, there, there's still the unknowns, you know, that, that you know makes me a little anxious. But I have just my faith and my people and my, you know my team and the processes, and so it's just I'm okay. Yeah. And back to the team, like. So we operate on a principle of full transparency. So we we tell the team everything. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that in the lack of real information, people will insert their own information. Oh, yes. And so, you know, we're, we're just open about it. the whole team knows what we're doing. They know, you know, they know the second shop's coming. They know exactly where we're at in the process. You know, they... They know that some of them might be moving. You know, they know that we don't know yet. We've, we're, we've been very clear with them. We don't know. We haven't figured it out yet, but we're getting there. And uh, we take ideas from them. And as you know, some technicians have lots of ideas. And, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to filter some of those. But it's all, all good. So. Well, I really appreciate you taking time out today to join me because I know there's a lot to be done here and a lot of fun things going on. So this was awesome. So, Rachel, any closing advice or words of wisdom or anything you want to leave our viewers and listeners with? I think that something that's resonated with me through this process is if, if it doesn't bring some sort of fear, then it's just it's not enough. And just take the leap. And, and just and, and just go for it. Love it. How about you, Will? Some of my, one of the biggest things that I've always stood by is be as real and as honest with each and every person you come across that you can. My mom used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say it. In the business world, sometimes you got to just say it. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. And it's how you say it. Just don't, it, don't stop worrying. Stop growing. You're not going. In fact, my word of the year this, this year is growth. Love it. Love it. I think I may may not have stole it from anybody. <laughs> may or may not. When you were when you were rifling through his office and kicking him out, maybe you saw his word in there. Is that? <laughs> and Andrew, any any from you? Yeah, I think the thing that's that's kind of kept me going through all this is just learning to filter things out of my life, learn what's important. Um, if it doesn't bring me joy um, or, you know, some sort of happiness, um, I just kind of filter that stuff out. If it, 
You have to determine what's important. If you get bogged down with every single thing, you can't say yes to everything. And if you do, you're just going to burn out. So, yeah. I just want to clone the three of you, make it a package, (laughs) and then just like send it out everywhere and say, okay, do this. All right. So is there a recipe that you can give me to share with our uh, listeners? Not one of your secret uh, ones, not one of your secret ones, but but if you have one, I can post from, from even if it's coleslaw or something. Uh, I could I could send you some stuff to send out. All right. You All just right. just one. They can have yeah. just one and nothing of your secret sauce or whatever right. stuff. And then you're going to give me links for your shop so people can check them yeah. out. And don't do you have an affiliation with a barbecue? company equipment or something not specifically we got a lot of different ones that we use okay. so i can i can send you some links yeah. though all right so i'll put them on there because everybody yeah. should be barbecue everyone should be barbecuing for their shop or doing something for i know a lot of folks buy pizzas and all that and that's great too but there's we something yeah there's something different about when you're actually cooking for mm-hmm. your people and 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 having a meal with them versus you know and Everybody can make something, even if it's just a dirty water hot dog or something. <laughs> there you go. So, all right. Well, thank you so much yeah. for joining me. And everybody, I will be back next week. So stay safe, make good choices, and stay inspired. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Optane, your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can.